When you change your floor, it changes the whole room. Right now, save more on the floor of your dreams from LL Flooring. Save up to $500 on top of our already low prices. With a purchase of $1,500 or more, you'll receive a digital Visa gift card rebate. Visit llcashback.com for details. Choose from our selection of quality floors and get special financing. Lumber Liquidators is now LL Flooring. These are the floors homes are built on. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin, and it's December, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Not, I'm not sure yet. Hey, Soph. Hey, hey, Soph, how do you feel about December? Well, you know, it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You just raised my serotonin. That was it. That's the episode, guys. Bye. See you next week. See ya. Well, I know you welcome. Love my that was the best intro you could have ever given yourself. That described every which way you are as a person. I love I'm you. Unfortunately, not a singer, but um, tell I dabble. Who are you? Who are um, you? Hi, everyone. My name is Sophia Cassiopo, and I am the host of overcaffeinated the podcast uh i never really introduced myself as a podcast host but sammy is my first podcast friend and i'm her first podcast friend and so it's it's just it'd be like that yep and here we are a year later almost almost a year almost a year later together and i don't know why it's taking us this long to have this conversation but i am blessed to have you on so thank you so much for being here time. because we've got some some deep things to talk about today it's been a topic that i've been wanting to talk about because soph and i have had some conversations about this like via text via zoom or facetime zoom we don't yeah. zoom snapchat you know because she lives um across the across the country from me because <laughs> she is my internet friend i do love her very much so though the best internet friend, you at Tana, at self, you guys, my, my peeps. Um, internet friends are cool. They're not scary. No. And we fortunately didn't catfish, catfish each other either, so. Could you, oh, ew, could you imagine? I'm so thankful. Well, I don't know. Don't you think that could happen? Totally, that could have happened. I don't, I'm just thankful it didn't. I brought Soph on today's episode to talk to you guys about the importance of having good and true friends and how to keep them in your life and when to get rid of them and just just an overall like a true friend because I personally feel like Soph is a true friend for me and she's always a true friend to all of her friends. Maybe if your friends don't treat you the best way. So if and I are going to break it down for you on how to, yeah. how to live a good life with your friends and boundaries and just 
that type of stuff. This could be with like friends, family, relationships. This could be like really in any aspect, like the things I'm saying, because you don't have those boundaries with people. Like that's where things get a little fishy, you know, like, and that's where it's like a job, like your job description, that's what you're going to be doing. Like your boss outlines things for you. And if it's, there's not an expectation there, like how much you're getting paid, like you're not, they're not going to tell you X amount and then pay you less. Like, obviously that's going to be an issue. It's kind of like with friends, like you expect a certain thing. And if you don't get that, then you're disappointed, you know? Do you have certain boundaries with certain people that you can think of right now? Or like, why were you bringing that specifically up? I think I just like kind of think of that in a certain way. For example, like all my roommates, they're my best friends, but they're also my roommates. Yeah, like it can be really hard. And the reason we all chose to live together is because we all lived together in our sorority house and it worked out like pretty well. And like, we really liked it. There was a little bit less responsibility there um, just because like, in the sorority house like things are just a little bit more different when you live with anyone like you have to be accountable of like chores and this and that whatever and that's just like an example of like this is the level of like accountability on a roommate standard and like that would be like for anyone for anything like my roommates that I lived with in like the dorms and stuff too like that's how it was like that's what you have to do to be respected (laughs) like right um, but with friends it's even harder sometimes because you don't yeah because there isn't necessarily that fine line of like whatever like one thing that I always like struggle with which is like super random but it's just something I feel like I struggle with with like friends and stuff owing each other money or paying each other back from things and if you don't do it right away then it's like did my window go out the door yeah like you know and like it's just always like a weird sticky situation because everyone is in different places in their life not everybody's working all the time or if they are it's not like it's of the same capacity and whatever so like there's definitely like different sensitive things there but like that's just what I meant by like holding people to the boundaries and a certain standard because yeah it's like interacting with an adult versus like a child like you're going to use a different dialect with each person because you're not going to talk to a child like you're talking to a kid and you shouldn't talk to your friend or your loved one like they're your worst enemy (laughs) you You know it's me and seven other girls seven other girls and I'm also an only child Okay, so how did that? Okay, oh, okay. So let's talk about you being an only child and you making friends. Let's just not okay. even like as a child, like you as a child, like you <laughs> just in general. Yeah, but no, talking about like college, like and living with someone, like it was just always you and your parents. Like that was it. Like you didn't have yeah. a sibling to like have to exactly. Like, I never shared a room. I never like, like had that around. kind of thing. So how so, did you manage that going into college and? going into your senior year I go to Marquette University in Wisconsin um I was on like one of on like the Facebook page like before I met this girl we got along very well um we said we were going to be roommates and then we got put into a quad with two other girls so we didn't know them so it was like us two and then another random two so like freshman year I didn't even so it was like half I chose half was like random which was like totally interesting yeah. And I expected to live with one girl. And then I ended up living with four. So, like, that was totally a whole different ball game. Something about being an only child. I don't know if all only children experience this, but I, I'm an old soul. Hmm. I just, I think because I always, like, was around adults. Like, very often all of my cousins are significantly older than me. Like, all my cousins have children of their own and are married. So, like, 
not that significant, but like at least 10 years older than me. So having that age range and like that gap, I just always like felt older. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, you need to be a kid, you know? Um, And so like, I like lacked that sometimes. So living with more people was definitely a struggle. And then I actually didn't even live with any of the girls that I lived with freshman year. I lived with um, my friend Sophie, her and I both, our roommate situations fell through. It was like this whole cluster. It was just horrible. It was just like literally horrible. And we're both like in our psychology class that I despised because my teacher, I didn't understand a thing because he didn't really teach. He said, just do the homework. And, but it wasn't like it was due. It was like this whole weird thing. Anyway, so we're both like texting on our laptops aggressively like trying to figure out our roommate situation then we both like were reading because we were like aggressively typing and but like not notes so it was just like funny to us and we both looked over and we're like reading it and then we were like why don't we just live together and then like that's where like things shifted for me like not that it was hard for me to meet friends freshman year because I met like some of like the best friends I've ever had freshman year like literally the first week of college but um like living wise like living with Sophie, like, I believe, I strongly believe everything happens for a reason. All the people that come into your life come in and it might not be for a long period of time, but like they come in to like teach you something if they don't stay a long time. And if they do, like you're, you're supposed to do things with them to like learn these certain things. Um, and like me and Sophie, we had a mutual, like we both had mutual friends. We had class freshman year and then we had, um, we had class like both semesters freshman year. And then we just clicked and then it was just like easy money after that. But then the next year we lived in our sorority houses and we didn't live in the same sorority. So like I didn't live with her. And then that's when I started to live with all my sorority friends, which is who I live with now. And so it's me and seven other girls, which you would think would be heinous. But honestly, like I'm actually very happy that everything worked out how it did, especially with COVID because COVID has definitely shown who your true friends are and like who really cares about you and who checks in on you and all that sorts of good stuff and that's why I love Sammy even though she's an internet friend like she always checks in on me I check in on her we check in on Tana we have our little group chat we were just recording my podcast and we were talking about how like if I am like hey y'all happy Tuesday like how's it going there's rare occurrences that we're all like jiving at the same time like yes we do but like everyone's got a different thing but like for some reason naturally we all just know like I just get this weird sense that like someone might be a little off got to check in on them and then you but you do the same thing every time you are like hey guys how's it going or like Tana does it either me or you someone one of us is off someone has to talk someone yeah. needs some just some girl time some one-on-one and just to like just let some things out that we've been holding in or just need some advice on things that maybe someone else like couldn't give us the best advice on. But I just feel like Tana and Soph and I, like our group chat is, no, that's friendship. It's definitely <laughs> a friendship. safe space. space. person needs that and it doesn't have to be their best friends either. Like it's nice yeah. to have you guys as like, like an unbiased opinion. That's what I want to say. Opinion. Yes. So, like, with that being said, like, what is your, like, your must in your friends right now? I don't know. I just, like, knew how to, like, be around people in, like, a living situation versus, like, your living situation. But, like, now. And I just, I just, like, guess now, like, what are your must in your friendships? Like, what is your, what's your ideal friend? 
So, like, if I were to make a new friend? Like, what do your friends now have that, like, you love? That's a good quality. Um, That's a good quality in a, in a friend that, like, everyone should have. I would say, like, my friends definitely are, like, people that, like, we ke- we keep each other updated. Like, if everyone doesn't know what's going on, like, I got to keep you updated with my life. And, like, I'm good about doing that. But, like, sometimes some of my friends aren't good about doing it for themselves, but, like, they check in on me. So I have to be accountable to check in on them, too, okay. which I feel like is really important. And it yeah. doesn't even have to be in, like, a like a sanity level, but even just, like, with school. Like, I know every single one of my friends' schedules. I I'm like, oh, that. yeah, you just came back from, like, Whatever. clinical or you have clinical on this day. You have sim on this day. Da, da, da. Like, I don't even know what any of that means because I'm not a nurse and I live with a bunch of nurses. Yeah, because, like, if I want to, like, hang out with you, I need to know what's, what's the dealio, you know what I mean? Being clo- like being close to people. Like, I'm one of those people that likes to know about people's families and, like, get to know them because, like, my friends, for me, is, like, my family. Ex- me too, sis, and your Because, mom. like, not having siblings, like, it's like I have seven sisters that I live with, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't, so it's I like, for me, it, that fills, not void, but, like, that fills that part of someone's upbringing. And it's funny, because I go to, like, I'm, I've heard, not from my own experience, but, like, how people go to, like, one brother or sister for one thing, and then another one for another thing, yeah. like, in their life. That's how it is with my friends. Like, I'll go to one about boy drama, and then I'll go to another one about, like, like family or- stuff, and then yeah. another one about, like, work or school. Like, everyone understands different things. And I don't expect everyone to understand everything, but if I can have a group of people that can <laughs> deal with all the different things I have to deal with, like, that's, like, super important. That's how I feel like my friends are. Friends that are far away, um, I actually did a podcast about this, about, like, surviving, like, long-distance, like, friendships. With your, um, with your Rome friend. Yeah, my um, friend that I met abroad when I studied abroad, she lives in California, and I live in, um, I go back and forth between uh, Wisconsin and Chicago, and so, like, she does not live close to me. We have the two-hour time difference. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're up at night or, like, in the morning, like, sleeping or whatever, and so managing that and, like, her and I, yeah, I was with her for two months abroad, and then I just saw her for the first time after seven and a half months for my birthday and then like god knows when i'll see her next you know but like we call each other every single day yeah when you grow up you go to school with people so like you see people every day but like i've never had a friend that i've called every single day or like made they've know like literally every little nuance of everything and like i don't know i just think that's like so nice to like have yeah like it's just like really important to me you don't have to physically be with the person for them to like mean something to you or give back to you, you know. I totally agree. I literally we are prime examples of that. Exactly. We've yeah. never even met in person, and honestly, that doesn't like bug me. I mean, like, yes, I would love to like see you, but like, it's not <laughs> like I'm like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't tell her like X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't, you yeah, know, no, like. You know a lot about my life that not that you shouldn't know, but like, it's something that like my friends that are in PA or New Jersey do know about me and not my friend who lives in Wisconsin, but like, obviously that doesn't matter to me. And I think sometimes I feel like our friendship can be even like stronger because we don't see each other all the time. So I feel like distance is like also can be a good thing. Like maybe not for like relationships, but like for family and friendships, that is something 
Like, it's not something to be so negative about. Like, oh, I, yeah, I miss them. I want to be with them. Yeah, when you did see her seven months later, it was probably, like, the best birthday ever. Like, best birthday. No, birthday literally. Ever. And, like, even, like, you said, like, how it could not be in relationships. And, like, I totally understand that. But I feel like also, to a degree, if you don't, like, have that, like, away time, like, something that I struggle with is like if I'm like talking with someone and like getting to know them and like trying to date them and whatever I get so like I'm like oh what are you doing now what are you doing but like you don't have to I'm like realizing like I've realized that it's taken me a lot of time I feel like I'm getting more mature but like you don't have to grow know what they're doing every day you know like or like all day every day it doesn't really matter and like normally that would upset me a lot like a lot like that was something I had to like get through like and you know that like yeah like this summer it was like the worst now well, I'm realizing like it's okay <laughs> I was just gonna say like we don't talk like 24 7 but like we, we talk every day but I just know that like if we don't answer like one of each other it's like we'll always get back to each other so I think yeah. that's like huge of you to even admit that like you didn't need, like you couldn't do that before like you were so like dependent on that answer and conversation between someone so do you think that like as you got not like older because like you're 22 and like I'm 20 right like it's only been a few months it's literally just been like a learning experience like trial and error honestly do you think that this is like a better way to like maintain friendships or do you think that others are like more similar to how you were prior or like what do you think like I feel like I kind of put that boundary up with my friends I'm like I'm not by the way I'm not always on my phone but if I see your text like I promise I'll get back to you I just wasn't on my phone see and another thing that I had to deal with it's funny that you said that with your friends because I've noticed that even like with my roommates too like I'll send be like oh did you see what I sent and they're like what unfortunately I wish I wasn't I am on my phone constantly I have an apple watch I haven't worn my apple watch since like the week after so since like Halloween so it's been like a whole month um and it was getting so toxic because I was like literally just like looking at my watch like constantly it was like getting like so bad because it's not like I really work out or anything so it wasn't like I was tracking anything it was literally just for my notifications I'm like this is disgusting like I need to like take a break yeah, wow. like I love my Apple watch to death but like I just like needed to take yeah. a break I'm like I'm sitting in my house I don't need to have that on my wrist you know yeah if you were um, on campus I totally get why you would want it Right. Going in class and not being able to be on my phone in most of my classes, like, it is nice to know, like, if someone's calling or whatever. A few of my roommates just, like, aren't super good about, like, checking their phones and whatever. And then, like, once I realized that, like, other people just, like, it was just, like, it kept adding because, like, it was ruining, like, these relationships I was trying to have. I'm like, do you hate me? Like, oh my god, like, you're not answering. No, bro. Like, I have stuff going on. Like, you know what I mean? And I have stuff going on, but I get distracted. <laughs> but you came to the realization that it's not you. We promise it's not you. It's yeah. just like, okay, we're just not. Like, I totally get it. Like, I'm on my phone. Well, there's just often. some people that just, they're not Snapchatters. They're not texters. They're not, like, they're, they're not consumed by their phone. But when you hang out with them, to give you their full undivided attention and you have such a great time. But you got to know. Like, if you don't know, then you think they're ignoring. Because then, for the people that are on their phone all the time, but then they ignore you, then that's when you. That's when I get upset. Because okay. that's, like, a whole fair. different ballgame. Like, yeah, you know? that's so fair. When do you think that, like, relationships or friendships, I should say we don't have to even get into relationships, but friendships become toxic? in that if like you're saying like oh like I don't want them to like ignore me or like not like me like 
versus them not being on their phone versus like them actually just like being like not a good friend or that's yeah. where does that um, line come in for you when like when you were asking me that like the thing I immediately thought of is like when people when you like do that and then they just like don't respond because they're like not that person and like whatever they never follow up with you it's like do you not care or like do you I'm trying to like talk to you like give me a little bit like give me an ounce of your time I'm asking for five minutes but then when they want to come to you it's like oh you I gotta drop everything sorry I give you your space you gotta give me mine like and then there's like that that's where like I don't like that okay that's fair do you have anything else or is that like really like a mean thing for you that's like the that's like the one thing I thought of when if you're if we're on like the you just of like communicating Mutual equal yeah. friendships, you should, it should be a double side. I'm a big communicator. If you don't, com- also another thing I don't like, if you don't communicate, like if you're upset with me, I need to know because then I just, you might not be upset with me. And then I'm just thinking that you're upset with me the whole time, but right. don't turn off. You can't just like turn off. And then I'm like, Wondering. uh, hello. Like, are you mad at me? And it's like, no, I'm stressed out about something else. Please communicate to me that you're stressed out about something else or like you have a lot going on and you're not going to talk to me for the day instead of ghosting me or ignoring me or making me feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, awesome. Cause that's happened with a lot of people on a lot of different levels. It's happened with family members. It's happened, happened with in relationships. It's happened with like my good friends. Like, and I've had to have that conversation with you, with them. Like, Hey, I love you. And I care about you. Like you need to commute. You might not want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it, but you need to tell me, it's not me and that you're having a rough day and we're just not going to talk today. And I'm like, cool, cool. That's it. That's Tomorrow's going to be a better day, you know? Right. But like, if you don't do that, then <laughs> like, things could get a little dicey. Just, so I feel like the biggest takeaway that we can give for like friendship is just communication. That's it. In anything. And with well, friendship, yeah. with family, relationships, family. family, work, like everything thing you you need to lay it out on the table because you will get disappointed also one thing that I learned this summer in a way that I never thought I would but don't expect things from people which like sounds kind of negative you might think like don't have like these high expectations but if you don't expect someone to do something you you have a less of a chance to get upset if you if you invite someone to something don't expect that they're going to come. Don't expect that they're going to bring a gift. Don't expect they're going to be in whatever time, whatever, what in whatever fashion. But when they do, I guarantee you, everyone, I guarantee you, you will, your it will be fulfilled because every time you set that expectation, you will <laughs> get upset. Whether it's, texting or trying to get closure from a friend that you broke things off with. You're going to have an expectation regardless of how they're going to respond, if they're going to respond, when they're going to respond, you're going to get upset either way. So like in that situation that could go with the next friend, a family member you're fighting with a a friend, just sometimes it's just better to just let it be, you know, because, because you might think that there's something wrong, but they might not think that there's something wrong. And that's a whole nother thing that like you'd have to deal with, but it's almost better to just do it that like in person, because I feel like the power of the phone and 
the internet and like how you can see if people are online and not online where they are and it's so toxic. It's so toxic. Being able to let go and unplug. It was a few weeks ago. I had to, like, I saw something on the internet that I, that just like really, really, really made me upset. Only thing I could do to make myself like not keep looking at it, looking at it and get upset is I immediately turn off my phone. I turned it off. And I never do that. I, Cause I always have to sleep with my phone on. Cause I'm like weird about that. Turned it off all night, woke up, let a little cry out because you gotta sometimes, you know, just it makes you feel better. Yep. Went to get my nails done. I felt a thousand times better. Once you just like let it go, but like all night I would have been on my phone, like re-looking at like this one thing for and over and over again. And that's so messed up. It was one of my friends that like you would think is your friend and like, why would I get upset about that? Or like, why would I be able to ask that? There's just certain things like that grind your gears and it's okay. <laughs> like sobbing and like upset. I was more just like, frustrated because I was like what is this what's going on I don't like this but then I journaled I journaled I've been really really into that um, I journal every night I write my fo- top like five positive things um, of the day it could be the littlest things it could be that you found something that you lost it could be that you had like your favorite pizza it could be that you podcasted with your best friend like it could literally be anything but literally it takes literally less than five minutes it should take less than five minutes to write down the five best things you don't have to i have a journal but you don't have to have a journal you could do it on your phone you could do it on your computer you could do it in your head you could literally just say them to yourself too yeah that's a and good it's just like a really that. nice way to like end the day positively and then you're thinking about all the cool stuff that you did and then you go to bed and you're like you thinking happy thoughts thankful you wake up to be alive you wake yeah. up wanting to be the best version of you because that's what keeps you here on Raising Serotonin. So where can my peeps find you? Okay, you can find me um, on Instagram at overcaffeinatedpod. My personal Instagram is at uh, S-O-F-E-E-A-6, Sophia6, but that's not how you spell my name. It's really confusing. Don't need to tell the embarrassing story about that. My TikTok is the same and I just dropped some cool over-caffeinated merch, which is on both of those accounts. The link in bio. It's super cute. If you love iced coffee as much as I do, um, I think you're going to enjoy it. So, Guys, yeah. you have to check Sophia's TikTok out if you are a Bachelor <laughs> fan. That's all I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. If you're sick of the Bachelor season as this Bachelorette season as I am, um, you'll understand why I just do like 60-second TikTok recaps and i'm just so happy that sammy loves these so much because i honestly do them for her because she needs to stay updated even though like the season is in my opinion such a waste of everyone's time so if you would rather not waste two hours of your time and only watch 60 seconds uh check out my tiktok at s-o-f-e-e-a-6 i have my bachelor recaps on there i'm also doing instead of vlogmas dance miss so if you want to duet me and do some dancing with me i will be i would love that we're doing it because christmas time is here guys it's december we're making december the best month ever last 2020 so on in march it'll be a year of us knowing each other so that's wild but i love you thank you for coming on the pod and i will thank you for having me i will catch you guys next week
as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho 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 Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Ho 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 ho! You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho 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 Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.